You are now listening to a Rabble Press podcast. Do you think there's someone jerking off to this podcast right now? Absolutely. It's so Mark. Give it- <laughs> that's, that's, that's the reason he knows, because it's him. <laughs> Clock out, come home, and drink away to bash and burn the weekly plays. Douchey calls and sweaty balls, this is Scotch Sporting. Okay, chugging a carbonated beverage during sorry. the intro. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's probably now. a terrible idea. Burp now. <laughs> I don't have to. It's stuck. Oh, that's, that's the worst. Frig. Frig. Get the baby to pat you instead. That's the play. Well, I, we will introduce this Scotch Sporting episode the same way we introduced last week's, which was I have a baby on my lap. And if you're watching us on Twitch, uh, does Twitch save things? Like, can people go back and watch this? Yes. Forgive my. Yes. Forgive my. Yes, but don't forget, I also recorded and I am posting it to YouTube as well, so. Great. So please, uh, you know, check us out because we're doing this entire thing with a baby on my lap because he is inconsolable right now. And we should get bonus points for that. Like, we should, they they should give us more money. The people that are not really giving us any money right now. But they should but give will. us some money. Mm-hmm. Should be a checkbox. Is there a baby on your video? Correct. Well, I feel we can use this for multiple purposes. Like, obviously, oh, I think he just pooped. Um, obviously, one of this is like, you know, hey, watch us for cute, adorable baby content. Right. And he might you know? poop on camera. And he might take a shit on camera. I couldn't hear it because I have my headphones on, but I right. felt it. Yeah, that's uh, a good feeling. It's it's very deceptive of with it, whether it's a fart or a poo. Uh, and also, when I've podcasted this week and last week, he's calmed down. So he, he likes the podcast. Could, I think we could potentially sell this right. as like a baby calming. Oh, and there's tons right. of money in that. We're so boring. No. <laughs> <laughs> Our voices are so yeah. soothing. Our voices are so soothing. That's We're right. like an ASMR that. specifically for babies. There has to be a market for that. There does. There absolutely has to be. Uh, okay. Oh my god, he for sure pooped. So well, I have we a don't question. Want to too loud because we don't want the babies to unlatch, as Zach and Don say on their podcast. Because sometimes people are breastfeeding when listening to podcasts. Oh. Uh, never even it's thought. Of that. Yeah, never thought of that. Um, I have a question for you guys, and this yes. has obviously nothing to do with sports, which is how we start. Uh, well, first of all, welcome to Scotch Sporting, everybody. Uh, episode three of our rebirth. Uh, I am joined with Mark, Chris, and Tyler. Full house. So barely full house. Uh, we have a mystery fifth guest that keeps saying he'll join us. But I, th- I think next week he will. There's the burp that was 10 minutes coming. Perfect. Uh, okay, so... Would you guys, if I paid you, let's say $5,000, so, you know, enough money, you're like, this is awesome, but not like life-changing amounts of money. So $5,000 to record a video of you, let's say, slowly dunking your feet in Jello. But you knew, so in, in itself, it's not uh, weird. All of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, I'm in. like off that I'm start, in. I'm in. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I'm I do in. that? But knowing the video would be posted on porn sites for people to jerk off to exclusively. Who cares? Money's on my my account. Pay me. If you gave me $25, I'd probably do it. (laughs) Really? Okay, how low would you go? A thousand bucks? 
any monies. I mean, like I said, twenty five bucks. I'd probably be like, yeah, whatever. Okay, but we don't want to lowball it. We want to, you know, negotiate for a higher cost. <laughs> what, what's the uh, what, what's the the famous saying? Uh, I'm not gay, but twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Is that the saying? <laughs> That's the saying. So you know, like, because I knew someone. Like it's not it's not porn, but they do. I think we've talked about this on old versions of the podcast. It's not porn, but it's like stuff it's that people it's stuff that clearly people jerk off to. Like one was like a close up of her teeth. And it was just her opening her lips, like touching her teeth and slowly brushing her teeth and flossing. And there's one of her and another girl, like slowly blowing up balloons. Okay. It's no different than Quentin and his feet fetish. Right. Yeah. And I just, would you do that stuff? Would you do something that on the surface, there's nothing perverse, but knowing someone was going to jack off mercilessly. To like right, you, you trying on hats. Do you think there's someone jerking off to this podcast right now? Absolutely. Okay. It's so Mark. Give it a- that's that's <laughs> that's the reason he knows because it's him. <laughs> He's yes, like, I love I the can- sound of my own voice. <laughs> yes, I promise you, there's someone jerking off to this podcast right now <laughs> as we record. Well, thanks, thanks for joining us again, gentlemen. We're a bit late, so we'll fuck around a bit less because oh the baby's passing out this is very exciting oh, look at he him. might be he might be passing out in a pile of his own poo well that's that that sounds like a dad job he looks very drunk dad dad does not like poo uh no dad likes poo i can promise <sighs> you that in general does anybody really like poo there I is somebody. Yeah. Come on. We just were just talking this. about this is someone's perversion. Yeah, we were just talking about this, Tyler. Wait, you what? can sell breast milk. I wonder if I could sell baby poo. Oh no, stop. No, no that's bringing I'm cutting, it in. I'm light. cutting that out. I'm cutting that out. <laughs> that is not making it to the audio. How about the fact that just someone somewhere out there has it? Well, no, that's that be isn't a, even it. A... Someone jerking off to this podcast. That's gonna be a TikTok video that I post tonight. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, not boy. me actually jerking off to that. You know what I mean. Although you should use that thumbnail of you like orgasming. We might. <laughs> yeah. We might. And that's what he uses the TikTok video. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I laugh too loudly? Babies, they I'm suck, laughing. man. They really, really suck. Yeah, that was him. Just like, look. I you know I'm bottle feeding him right now, but my laugh made him stop. He looks very high. Okay, could you just go to sleep? Okay. Okay. So we're gonna do welcome lead off? to. Oh, sorry. Episode three. Oh, yes. No, we're let's. I was gonna say let's jump right into the lead off. I'm just gonna get it going. So how this works is we have five topics, one minute each. I hope I got the topics uh, right. I think I'm. I'm pretty sure I read it right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna give a minute. I'm gonna intro them. I'll give a bit of explanation, and then we will let you guys riff on it as much as we can within the minute allowed. Uh, so I'll start it off with fucking Boston. Uh, Chris, do you have the graphic ready? Uh oh, uh you mean um you mean this oh wrong. I don't want to you, you mean that yeah, one right there? <laughs> yeah. So uh the Boston Red Sox did the thing again. Uh I don't know if you guys have been following the amount of cases, but I feel like every COVID case in MLB right now is with the Boston Red Sox. Uh and gosh darn it, Chris Sale tested positive for COVID nineteen. So Chris Sale, don't do the thing. Don't do um it. Try and be careful. Oh, do not start that time oh, yet, sir. Sorry, sorry, I, I jumped the gun. Um, 
So Chris Sale tested positive. So it's kind of a two-parter that you can riff on. The first one is how the fuck is Boston still allowed to play with the amount of COVID cases that have befallen them? Uh, and then, oh, that's how, is Hunter Renfro claims that uh, Boston was told to stop testing during outbreaks. Makes sense. So go, guys. I mean, if you, if you don't test, you don't get any positive cases, right? That's so... what Trump said. That was Trump's whole thing. If you stop testing... You know, and and it's the, the same with down. it's if the same with testing. stop counting. He, he it's always just stop with Trump. Yeah, just don't do it. Just it's don't fine. do it. In the fucking sand, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's if you don't, if so you don't do know you, it's there, it's not there, right? It's, do you think if this was a team that what like this this happened to the Diamondbacks, Baltimore, there'd be something else? If it was Baltimore, Baltimore yeah. Now are we? No, I see, they would have to have Baltimore play because the Yankees and the Red Sox need to win games. Well, and this yeah. is what I was going to say. Are we being biased because we're Blue Jays fans and we want the Red Sox to lose? Yeah, oh. but I I think the Red Sox make too much money. They're worth too much. Like if it, like think of a team in a division that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like that, like the, like the Cardinals. If this happened to the Cardinals, would this be like they would have stopped the playoff right? race right now? Time's so up. no. They... <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Mark. Uh, okay, NFL Week One. Um, not much to add to this aside from uh, highlights, surprises. Like, what are your kind of main one-two takeaways from NFL Week One? Is it is it Trevor Lawrence and Lulls? Is it you know the Mac Jones era? Uh, how exciting is it? Fitzmagic's down for six weeks. Uh, what is it? Let's go NFL Week One. That Monday Nighter game. If I don't know if you guys stayed up and watched it, it was fucking nuts. Yeah, I can't. I still can't believe the Raiders won. Yeah. I don't enjoy John Gruden having nice things at all, but yeah. So was that your highlight, Mark? Was was the Monday yeah. game? Yeah. I mean, everything else week one, there wasn't like any huge upsets. Uh, I mean, the Niners almost gave it away. They uh, did. Yeah, literally, Debo fumbling. Um, other than that, everything went. Pretty much. The only other thing I would say is underdogs won a lot of straight ups because if you took either the road team against the spread or the underdog against the spread, you were eleven and five. Wow, yeah, it's not bad. That's pretty good. Chris, Mark, your or Tyler, your Broncos. Yeah, Yay, Broncos winners. Woo! I mean, it's that the Giants, good. so but they did look good. Teddy looked pretty good. So seventeen and zero. Ah, uh, no, no. <laughs> we still got to play the Chiefs at least twice, right? So. Also, yikes, Packers! I yikes, feel bad Packers, for. Indeed. I feel back. I feel bad for Detroit this week. Uh, okay, so Tyler, thank God uh, because <laughs> I have this titled in our in our Google chat. Hey, my friend Gabe. My friend Gabe says this is important. So happy you're here because we're talking about something soccer, right. and that something is Cristiano Ronaldo scored for the first time for Manchester United. So in in Champions League, him going to Man U was essentially wait, like. Wait, hold on. What do you mm-hmm. mean in Champions League? He scored for them uh, before? It's a different he's, tournament now. Oh, fuck he's, off. Okay, I, I'm already confused. Sorry, for, I forget I asked. His first game His first game in the Premiership was Okay, on the start the clock. Start the clock. Scored, I don't want to talk about goals. this longer. Go ahead. He scored two <laughs> he, goals? He scored two goals in his first appearance back in a Manchester United jersey because he originally was a Man U player when he started. Okay. Now this okay. is Champions League, and he scored a goal. Hooray! Except they let in a stupid, stupid goal at the end of the game. 95th, 
Yeah, 95th minute, they passed the ball back to the goalie, um, but it didn't get there, and the other team scored to win the game. Oh, the young boys, by the way. The young boys. What? Uh, Sorry, the team is called the what? The the team is called the young boys. Not a lie. They're from Switzerland. Do they know what that means? Like, is it something that they don't know it translates to young boys? No, so- I, 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 do they know in English whatever their team is called? It's called the Young Time's Boys. Up. We could, I could do a whole minute on whatever the hell the Young Boys are. Uh, for some reason, uh, the the third one was something. It, it changed to something else. Anyways, it's fixed now. There we go. Yeah, it's Blue Jays. It's, yeah, and it, it appears to have gone away. Oh, we kind of switched the order. So yeah, sorry. That's okay. Um, so week to week, the Blue Jays keep getting a little bit better and better. Yeah, and, and I believe they're... last week I said they weren't going to make the playoffs, and now they have like a seventy-something percent chance. And they, they just—they just won this series against Tampa Bay, and they're—I don't think they'll catch Tampa, but this is pretty exactly. great. I mean, they played three more times. Back now. I'm, yeah, I'm they played three more times. I'm sitting here going no, 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 but I, I was wrong last week. I mean, they still haven't I want made the Chris playoffs. I keep saying no, no, yeah. no. Just they're like not I winning. Told them the Jays would sweep the Yankees and said no. They're, okay, they're not so winning the division. We have a minute. Let's let's go and let's do our our week. Let's check in on them again. What? How are we feeling? Is this real? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah this is real. They, they're the hottest team in baseball, and it's like not even close. I don't like that Chris is saying yes now. I'm, with I'm Mark. just saying is, I'm very uncomfortable. He's saying facts. It he's, is he's not facts. making any predictions. I'm saying they're not going to win the division. See that I like. There you go. But you're saying they'll make they'll comfortably make the wild. Card. Oh God, not comfortable. None of this is going to be comfortable. <laughs> this is going to come down to like the last, the last game or two. Someone else. Well, go the best on. thing about the last game is that the Jays play the Orioles for the last three games. And I have tickets to that very last game. Oh, so. this are you guys like? Let's say they miss the wild card. Has this been playoff like enough that you guys are happy? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This has been fun. Like this month is after kind of writing them off in August. I'm this is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This feels like we're it, it's in a playoff race right now, and it's very exciting. Time's up. Uh, okay, so the last one, and I thought. Buffalo was the first team in city to do this, but I heard Inglewood, the Chargers are as well. But like, who'd have thought it would have come from Buffalo? So Buffalo is the Buffalo Bills will or will be soon require requiring fans to be vaccinated, not just like proof of vaccination or a negative test. No, to go see a Buffalo Bills game, you are going to have to prove you're vaccinated. Do we think we're going to piss people off? Are other teams going to go oh, the yeah. same way? Like, is this like, God bless getting the Bills Mafia on your side for anything? Do you think this will change anything? Um, I mean, I'm. it's a good thing, and more teams need to be doing it. I'm shocked it's the Bills. Uh, I'm a little shocked that it's, like, vaccine only, to be honest. Um, but good for them. Oh, you can't even prove a negative test? No, it's uh, Buffalo Bills require fans uh, at the games to be vaccinated against oh, COVID nineteen. Usually, feel about and, that, right? Mr. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to have to be playing from the parking lot. Yeah, it, it, the player on the field can't do it. Yep. 
you know, but they're requiring all of the fans to. Uh, the Bills Mafia, though, is so ravenous, and but they can do so much good. Was it last year they donated a yeah. whole bunch of money? And, like, like I can see if if they get on board with this, really, they're, they're quite a fan force. I can see them pushing other teams to do this. I Yeah, I agree. And it's one of those things. If Buffalo can do it, why can't New York City do it? I'm genuinely, yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely shocked this was Buffalo. Thought it was going to be all of California. Uh, okay, so our, our deep dive, I was thinking, because here I am, very empathetic. I'm a kind person, and I feel for people. And I don't want to, the, the worst things about a championship is seeing the other, the other people cry. And we were watching the Blue Jays beat the shit out of the Orioles, and the Orioles kept having a lead, and the Blue Jays kept being like, no, no, no. And I just wondered, how awful must it be to be a Baltimore <laughs> Orioles fan? It has to suck. Well, yeah. now, I mean, they, they've had pennant wins They before. have. They have had some, yeah, had some good times. In the 80s? Yeah. Like when, they have a when, division title, I think, within the last 10 years. When Cal Ripken was playing. Cal but when they're, series, though. I when know. they're bad, they're, Cal Ripken did win a World Series, I believe, one year. Uh, we looked it up right. to wonder, uh, like, like the 80, like one of his first years. Like very, very early on. Please look it up because oh, I was looking it, it up because I wondered how depressing it would it really is to be an Orioles 83. fan. 83 World Series champion. Was he like a big part of the team? Because that seems like really early for him. He got a he, ring. That's all that matters. And his first ML or AL MVP award. So was that year in 1983? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he did play a big part then. It would, yeah, it would have been his, his second year. He debuted in '81, so it would have been year. I was thinking like uh, even before that, like Brooks Robinson like times. So they and they've had a couple pennant wins since then and they i think they've been to the playoffs like once in the last 10 years but they've been pretty bad and like this year especially is hopeless and i just felt bad for the fans that were there so i think we can all draw on our personal uh you know our personal fandoms for various reasons chris with the i was thinking with the sharks with you guys i have i listen i have I I can't have nice things. You don't as, pick well. As far as sports go, I can't have nice things. I mean, Broncos won a World Series. Or World Series. Oh, World Series. Yeah, same thing. Yes. We got gotcha. you. A Super we Bowl. Gotcha. <laughs> they won a Super Three Bowl. Three Super Bowls. Well, yeah, but I mean, oh, recently. Yeah, recently, yeah. right? So Have we talked about, just because you said World Series, the most annoying thing of all time when it's Super Bowl time when like inevitably a couple people on your facebook are like is there some big game going on oh what's thanks. a superb owl and you're like shut up no just, i get you yeah. don't like football just shut up exactly. it's not funny i get it you don't like sports but b who cares i don't like what you like so there when the internet was invented and someone did that joke for the very first time ever that's maybe the only time it was funny even then it's questionable is there some big game going on? I don't know. Please stop. Anyways, uh, so you saying like, is there so, is some World Series happening? Just reminded me of that pet yeah. peeve. Um, so I just, I wondered, but, what so is it like being a fan of I, a historically bad franchise? I sat through, Mark, what was it? It was 1-17 in 17 that year, right? Mm-hmm. 
We and we had season tickets and we sat through one in 17. And I remember we went to three or possibly four straight home games where the Tiger Cats didn't score a touchdown. Wow. Right? Wow. Wow, indeed. And, and the, the Tiger Cats, please forgive me if I'm wrong, have not won a Grey Cup. It, not since 1999. So it's, you got, you're in a tough spot right now. Yeah, we're the longest streak in, like, longest drought in, in the CFL because Winnipeg won last uh, time. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's not like and, they haven't made the Great Cup. Right, I mean, we've played in three of them in the last five years. Three straight years, wasn't it? No, it wasn't three straight. It was 13, 14, well, definitely, definitely 13, 14 yeah. and 19. Remember when I bet my job on the Ticats not uh, <laughs> winning that Great Cup? And you were right. Oh, right. And I was right. Um, just if I may, because this is a new new rebirth of the podcast. Years ago, probably the first year we were doing this podcast. Yeah. Uh, we, um, I, I work in television and we were shooting with someone who was the cheerleading captain of the Hamilton Ticats. And it was Grey Cup time and we were supposed to shoot this finale with them and we had it booked. And then she messaged and was like, hey, if they win, the parade will be this day and I can't shoot. And you and said, it, and I said, don't worry. <laughs> and so I kept the shoot day. Like it is thousands of dollars to cancel a shoot day. We had talent. We had celebrity involved. Everything was booked. And I was like, no, keep it this day. Trust me. So sorry. Guys. That was the year they played Calgary too. Yeah. That was the year they had that behind the. I don't even want to talk. About, I don't want to talk yeah. about it, but I blame but, Kay. I'm so sorry, but it does. So. <laughs> What is it like being a fan of histor a historically bad franchise? Mm. How do you keep going when there isn't much hope? What advice do you have for teams, uh, fans of a team in the dumps? And like, I, I think we can all draw. For me, it's it's the like '94 to 2015 Blue Jays, basically from from World Series to the last time they made the playoffs was dark times. Yeah, it was because it, it was rough. Not I only find that as being historically bad, though. I mean, they've had winning seasons, just not good enough because of the division they're in, and and True. because baseball's playoff format is stupid. It yeah. is stupid, but it was what is that? Twenty five years of like, okay, it, it it wasn't even hope that they would make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't it, remember. I mean, don't talk about historically bad. I mean, like the chat said, look at the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I posted. Uh, I I was reading through a couple like Reddit subreddit comments and like. Someone posted on Reddit the same question. How do you adapt to being a, a bad team? And a lot of the responses were like Cleveland Browns fan here. Yep. And it was just like, you just, you just resolve yourself to they're going to lose. That's and right. And you just, you just kind of support them no matter what. And you're just so excited when they win. You just have fun with them. Like you so, have fun, you have fun with them losing. Like you turn that into enjoying it, and then like they went zero sixteen. Right, they had a parade for that. Exactly. You just because then that becomes part of it. Is like, oh well, we can do this record, so let's let's do that. You know what I mean? Did you guys do what I did? Uh, and I like in the dark times of the Blue Jays, I just found specific people to cheer for. So the Blue Jays, you know, during that time had Carlos Delgado. Right. And and they had Roy Halladay. And then they had Jose.
Batista. And so it was nice to be like, okay, if you're not going to win, I can at least cheer for these specific people. Did you guys do that with the Ticats in their 1-17 in season? <laughs> it was really no, hard to no, do that. No. So how did you get through it, though? We just, I mean, we have a good group of people that goes to the games, so we just had fun hanging out and drinking beer. But did uh, did you go in believing they could win? Never. Or that, Not that once. Even the one no. win, we didn't even, we were like, holy shit, they won. And we cheered like they fucking won the Grey Cup. <laughs> Tyler, what's it? Do you have a team that's been bad? Aren't you I a Leafs fan, Tyler? Lately. Yeah. What? So the Leafs, the Leafs aren't yeah. bad, but... No, but they're it's disappointing. Been a long, long drought. Yes, they're yeah, exactly. Yes. How do you how do you deal with the, with that disappointment? Like going in knowing, like, oh fuck, here we go again. Especially this this playoffs that just passed. Uh, I well, I hold no hope. Really, it's more of a oh, if they win, yay! But it's just another year of them being mediocre in the playoffs so what did you go like what motivation did you as a fan go into this least playoff with i don't think i had much to be totally honest with you like i knew there was potential but i didn't it's not getting my hopes too high i think is where it is it's so not it, going all in yes they're gonna win the cup this in no it's i can't i can't do that then why did you watch I don't, to be honest, I don't know how many games I actually watched last year. Oh. Mark, you watched yeah. them all? Okay, same question then to Mark. Why did you watch? <laughs> Out of loyalty. And, you know, this year they had a really good shot at going deep because they were easily the best team in the division by far. Is there anything uh, to, like, I want to have been there when they do win? That's part of it. I want to say I was there the whole time. Of course. Yeah. So, Chris, you held up your San Jose Sharks cup. I can speak a little bit about playoff disappointment. I can you, speak you a little bit about that. You can speak the combo of, like, having recently a terrible franchise. Mm -hmm. But historically, like, I mean, from, from the mid-90s until, like, the last two Four or years. three seasons, they, they've, been, yeah. they've been a playoff team. I think they've only missed the playoffs, like, four or five times in, that I can remember since the mid-90s. Um, and, and yeah, they're always there, but never there. You know what I mean? Like, never, so are never you there. going in? Are you going in? Oh, sorry, baby. I'll try and be quieter. I'll, I'll punctuate my T's and P's less. So are you going in with hope when, it, when the sharks were in, not, in the playoffs all those not years in, uh, it was the, it was the year they went to the Stanley cup final. That was the year they killed it. I'll, I will never be. I will never be hopeful again. I, I'm, <laughs> I'll never I'm not be the kidding. Same again. I'm not kidding. I will never expect them to win a Stanley Cup ever. Because of that. Because of that. Because of the change that that team went through. I watched them go through the entire playoff run. I'd never seen them play like that. They were loose. They were they were taking control of the games. They never played to the other team until they got to the finals, and that's when they changed back into the old team that I'd seen year in and year out in the playoffs, and I'm like, oh, you can't do it. Now, most of that core is gone, and I would say almost all of it is gone. So it's a whole new team now. But they're definitely, they're not even going to make the playoffs this year, so I don't... Well, I was going to say, it's hard looking at a team, and I guess that was my issue with the Jays, 
back, you know, in like 2010 is like, I, I looked at them and then there wasn't hope for right. the future. But now, you know, whereas, whereas the last couple of years have been like, oh, okay, I can see that you are trying to rebuild. And it, and it's funny when you go back to like the 2015, 2016, like there's no one left from that team. No, no, there's not. I, well, there's, that, was, that was a very heavily veteran. Right. But, but I mean, to have that fast of a turnaround from being a playoff team to, to going into full rebuild mode. And then we're we're here like five okay. years later and we're back in the in the mix. That's that's a quick turnaround. Like, like we to show you the job that Atkins and Shapiro have done. They've done a great job and they deserve yeah. a lot of fucking credit because. Yeah. Because I remember when he, they first signed, fans were like, oh, you're ruining AA's team. Yeah, I don't like that they're selling. I'm like, give these guys a couple of years to build their team because they were handed whatever AA left them, and they just tried to keep that going. And do you remember, there was a lot of people that were pissed off about Anthopolis getting let go. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think we're better off where we are now I think so. than Anthopolis, where we were five years ago. Anthopolis built a team to to have that tiny little window like right. the team was not meant to exist beyond that two years those two years it was like well we did it everyone it's like with the raptors and now the that's an in, the raptors are another interesting case because they were bad for a long time too mm-hmm. and so what did you cheer for you cheered for you cheered for vince carter you cheered for very specific people but then the raptors you know, were were good and they made the playoffs. But then the, the year that they won the championship, you were like, okay, this is this is this is the one year that this is going to happen. Yeah, because they had that player. Yeah, this is built for this one year. And they, but the best part about the Raptors is they fucking seized that year. Yes, yeah. they they the opportunity was there and they fucking took it. Whereas there's teams like the you know I remember a shark. I keep going back to the Sharks. I'm sorry, this is where I go. But there was a year where we had fucking Rob Blake, we had Danny Boyle, like we had a practical all-star team. Mm-hmm. President's trophy year, I believe. President's trophy. Like like we fucking ran the table in the regular season. And I'm weeing a lot, so you guys better be drinking at home. That's the rule, by the oh, way. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Um but we, we ran the fucking table and we get to the playoffs and fucking shit the bed. I think we made it to the conference finals that year, but still like just didn't take the opportunity. I the second round, but yeah. yeah well, it might have been the second to, round. It's hard to look at a team, and I know like when the Bruins, but like it, it was hard to look at the Bruins this year, knowing kind of how good they were in the regular season. And and I watch them, and, and I know how old that team is, and I don't see a lot of them being replaced. <laughs> the way they should be with kind of younger talent. And I'm looking at that team going, okay, if it's not this year, I don't yeah. like they're, dimin- they're diminishing goods at this point. You know, it's like you drive a car off the lot and it immediately depreciates in value. It's like the Bruins aren't getting better. And then watching them not make it this year, like not win the Stanley cup, although when they made it for at least when, when I know I'm spoiled, but it's like, okay, well next year's not going to be, it's not like they're going to be better next year. Nope. They're going to be the same, if not a bit older, because they got Nick Foligno for some reason. And but you like, have an unproven number one in Allmark because Ross game playing. Yeah. But like, it, it's hard, like you said, to look at like you with the Sharks, Chris, to look at them and be like, okay, if it wasn't that year, I don't know when the fuck it's going to be. Right. 
And I remember then when the Blue Jays, um, when they were bounced to the playoffs that second year and then kind of the team blew up and I was like, I, I almost had a little internal fan panic attack of like, we, I can't do this again. We all I can't did. do another 25 years. Because I remember us talking about that. Yeah. We talked about this very subject. Like, what if it is another 25 years before we're sniffing playoff baseball again? And like they made the playoffs last year, even though it was shortened season and weird and all that. It's still the playoffs. It's playoff too. Right. It's Tyler, but it's Tyler, still playoffs. Tyler, can you speak to this with like TFC in mind? Because they were bad. They were bad for a long time, really good oh, and now bad again. You know, I was just saying they're really bad right now. It's it's very hard to watch TFC right now. It's but what is making you still watch though? What is that motivation to still go to the games? Loyalty, come on. Yeah, it, the loyalty is there to watch at least. I and right now it's weird, but to go to games, I like as a season ticket holder, we don't have our regular seats, so we actually have to purchase tickets for every game that we'd want to go to this year because of COVID and the fifteen thousand people seat. So I haven't. I've been to a few games. It's painful. And why? Why are you going? Like, why are you being like? I'm gonna go to this game. Yeah, I think it's loyalty. It's just the fact that, oh, and I'll pick games that there might be a potential to actually win a game, too. Is it a little <laughs> so bit of, go like... to the shitty teams. That's go great. to the shitty team games. They go, come on, guys. We are all, I mean, obviously, because we are all on a sports podcast, we're all we're all sports fans. And, and is it part of, I want to be able to, like, we hate bandwagoners. And it's yeah. part of it of like, okay, I don't want to, they're eventually going to be good, whether it's 20 years from now, 30 years from now. And I, I want to be like, yeah. I was there the whole time. That's, you don't want to be good, called out as the bandwagon fan. Yeah, right. that's fair. I understand that. That's a, that's a decent point. So what advice? Uh, we've all been through it, except maybe Mark. You've been very quiet. <laughs> I well, guess no, 49ers. Mark, no, Mark's been with us with the Ticats. Yeah, I know. And... No, I know. But yeah, oh yeah, Ticats. I was like, you, you cheer for some good teams though. Oh, I mean, Raptors, Niners. Niners had some really bad years. Yeah. Leafs. I think those are the four sports right there. Soccer, I don't really do, but uh, I just got into it. Because of Ted Lasso. No, because of betting. Because of sports betting. <laughs> yes. I guess, like, soccer is an event, though, too. <laughs> like, soccer is a whole lifestyle. Yeah. Um. So what advice do we have for fans um, who, who maybe had success and now don't? I mean, stick with it. Yeah, don't there, jump don't, off the wagon. Don't give up on your team. That's your team. That's your team. It's always your team. Don't you know? And sometimes you might be like, "Well, I mean, I want to cheer for someone who's winning, and that's fine." But man, yeah. switching teams—that's that's the shittiest thing you can do. And I think that's how people get. I think that's how people get two teams in a league. Well, I I have an NFC team and an AFC team. Nah, and, nah. And, I have an East yeah. team and a West now. No, 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 no. I have an Sorry. NL team and an AL team. No, no, you have one team because it always comes down to, oh, I have two teams. Okay. What happens when those two teams are playing then? Because you're going to pick one. That's your team. That's your team. But my, my, uh, my advice honestly is, is yeah. Like stick with your team, find something else to cheer about. Like, uh, I don't know, cheer against them. That can be fun too. Cheer, cheer against your rivals. Cheer with. Yeah, cheer it does, against your rivals. It does help to have people cheering As, with yeah. you. 
commiserating. Yeah, and, and my advice is is pick a player and cheer for that player. I like that. Like, cheer, I do like cheer that. For, cheer for those stats. Cheer for the one guy that's doing well. But yeah, people who like follow that player to another team. Like I know there are people who are Manning fans and they stopped being a Colts fan, became a Broncos fan just um, because of Manning. I, now I know people who not they didn't switch teams. They didn't become a Broncos fan, but they said they would never cheer against Peyton. And so they would cheer for him when they weren't playing the Colts. I again and I know a, I, I have a buddy who's a Pats fan. He didn't he didn't become a Bucks fan, but he still you know like grossly loves Tom Brady. Like it's it's borderline a problem. I, um, I I I live with somebody who is right. exactly like that. Right. So she she's cheering for the Bucks. <laughs> she but... she is a she is a Pats fan through and through, but when the Bucks are on TV, it's go Tom Brady. Yep. Yeah, I was like that with uh with Tim Thomas. And yep. I will be like that when Tuka Rusk, if and when he plays for someone else. I was like, obviously I'll still cheer for the Bruins, but yeah, Panthers, okay. <laughs> I got a free Dallas Stars t shirt when he was with them and a case of beer, so there you I go. wore that for a little bit, you know. Um Yeah, and a lot of the the things on the Reddit you know, the Reddit comment section I saw was basically, it was the same. Like, Hey, that's my team. Yeah. Mm. Like I still cheer for the Browns because that's my team. Yep. You know, uh, how do we feel about teams that move like people who are like mm. say, fans or Rams fans. Well, okay. So, so my, or my, my thing is, is if you live in that city and your fan base got fucked over cause your team left, you, then I'm allow I'm allowing you to switch. If you live in Toronto and your team was the St. Louis Rams and they moved to LA, you have no right being upset because it never affected you. So if that's you change true. teams because of that, that's stupid. But are you legally obligated to follow the team? I mean, yeah, yes, y- yes. The police will it's arrive legal. at your house yeah. if you do not. And let's. Let's do a refresher on this. Uh, specifically, I believe for Tyler and Mark, Chris, I apologize. Um, Hamilton gets an NHL team. Yes. Oh, I see. Oh, Hamilton gets an NHL oh. team. I'm a Hamilton whatever fan. But yeah, I, uh, yeah. But I you're still not have my Sharks. I still have my Sharks ties. But yes, I would become a fan. Yeah, but this is a good question for Mark and Tyler. You're right. Because I was uh, in Ottawa a couple years ago, and the Bruins were in the playoffs, and I thought I was safe wearing my Bruins gear because I was like, no one likes the Senators. And then I got booed a whole bunch, and I went into a restaurant, very sad, and the waiter was like, oh, it's because Ottawa didn't have a team until 94, so everyone is either a Leafs fan or a Montreal fan. Yeah. So it's like they, the poor Ottawa gets a team and they're like, sorry, we're fans of other teams already. Yeah. So what, what will you guys do if Hamilton, say Hamilton gets an NHL team? I stick with Toronto. I stick with Toronto. Wow. I think those who are upset with the Leafs and are tired of being a Leafs fan would switch. Right. I would never do it because I'm loyal. Right. Uh, And not, not, this is your hometown. Not loyal to your hometown, Mark. Hey, I told you the process I went through to become going from a Bulls fan to a Raptors fan. It was a process. Okay, well, that, I, I would expect that exact same I, process. I didn't know that, but I was in the same boat as Mark. I was a Bulls fan, and then I was a Raptors fan. Yeah. I wonder why you guys would have been Bulls fans. No idea. Hmm. 
I can't imagine what would have happened in your Growing childhood. Up when we did, yeah. Born, born in the greatest player of all time. Yeah, yeah. born yeah, in interesting. the 80s. But so you became Raptors fans when yeah. Toronto got a team, but you wouldn't become a Hamilton. I wasn't diehard until they drafted Vince Carter because the story is because I'm a UNC Tar Heels fan. Right. That's school Jordan went to. That's the school that Vince Carter came from. So when they drafted him, oh, that was easy. Me easy transition. Yeah. So you there weren't you a Raptors fan, you were a Vince Carter Tar Heels fan. Tyler, Tyler fan? what about you? No, I think it was when, because the Raptors came in, what, 96? Yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, and I was 11. So I didn't like, really... Ooh, dinosaur! <laughs> yeah, it was like, it wasn't a huge... Because, yeah, I cheered for the Bulls, but I was like... You weren't in, committed yet. I wasn't committed to anything at that point because it's like know. me with me with football before I married Dave. I just loved watching, just love watching football. Yeah. Like I didn't like, on the butts. I I, I like sports. I and I like the Bulls because obviously they were winning, right? So yeah, and it's easy as a kid. It's easy as a kid, and then once you actually start watching and cheering for a team, it was easy to say, "Oh, Toronto is." half an hour away i can go to games on a regular basis there i guess toronto is there. in your hometown it's different yeah i'm shocked you wouldn't you wouldn't leave toronto loyalty and become hometown fans well I'm, I'm, tyler's in i it am not in him because he's beside so. him close enough nah <laughs> oh no don't say that in burlington oh no no no, no. really oh no no them. no no, no, really? No. People in Burlington think they're better than people in Hamilton? Oh, Absolutely. yes. Oh, yeah. oh, my God, yes. The correct answer is neither of you are Toronto. <laughs> we, Tay, Tay, mm. we know. Although and, and I we're was, okay with it. <laughs> yeah. I had to cross the city today, and I live in the east end of the city where they have destroyed the gardener. Yes. And what normally took half an hour took an hour and a half. Beautiful. And I was swearing about how much I hate the city. Beautiful. I hate the city Come like ninety percent. And I Come on but down. I think that's I think that's every every Torontonian ninety percent of the time hates Toronto. That's so you wanna know wanna know the secret? Mm, everyone, everyone else hates, hates you too. <laughs> Great. I just where else do I go? I have nothing else. Okay, so I wanted to very quickly, as I was doing research on what is it like to be a fan of a historically bad franchise, I found statistics I love it. on who are the worst teams of all times i am so happy none of the teams i cheer for are on these uh, lists. same same <laughs> and i was like obviously like there were like pundits you know here that here are the worst teams of all time but i found i found a site that did what i think is pretty solid this is this is good statistical analysis so we'll start with football first so what they did was they took all-time winning percentage this is my favorite stat I've ever seen, and I'm going to consider it now moving forward. So the website is called MorningBlitz.com, and it is a series of worst of all time. And the second one is seasons per head coach. That's a great stat that I didn't even and think, I think great of. Stat. Yeah. I think everybody, every sport except hockey has it, because I think hockey, they change around a bit more. But I was like, yeah, that's right. The, the You know, and we were thinking, Dave and I were talking about it, and we were like, well, Pittsburgh has a has had like five head coaches in franchise history because they've been perennially really good. Yeah. And both well, um, three in the NFL because Chuck Noll retired and then Bill Cowher retired. They were yeah. never fired. Yeah. Yeah. So we have seasons per head coach. We have all-time playoff winning percentage, Super Bowl winning percentage, seasons seasons uh, per first-time All-Pro, Pro Bowlers per season, which I also think is a great stat. Yeah. How many people on your team are really good? 
seasons per championship, uh, MVPs per season. And additionally, uh, the writer included binary categories, uh, Super Bowl appearances, so things that are easy yes and no's, Super Bowl wins, and multiple, multiple Super Bowl wins. So the appearances give weight to people like the Bills who have been there but just right. don't win. So with those stats in mind, the five worst teams from five to one are the Cleveland Browns. Yep. Uh, and my favorite. Hey, they have an all time you- winning percentage. That's like yeah. they're, they're over 500. So that's Just. Hey, it's over 500. But they have never won a Super Bowl. Nope. And their season per head coach is, is just it's three seasons. Yeah. Three and a third. And they have 0.064 MVPs per season. That's that's I believe Jim Brown, and that's it. Yeah, Pro Bowlers per season is three point five two. Like they they don't have a good team. Uh, and then we have the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, we're still in the same state. Uh, <laughs> slightly higher seasons per head coach at five, but we are dipping below five hundred in all time winning percentage. Uh, slightly higher MVPs per season at zero point zero three nine. Uh, slightly under in Pro Bowlers per season. Uh, then we have the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, their head coach has lasted less than three years, historically. Wow. Uh, MVPs last, per season. By the way, in that. N- NA. They've never had an MVP on their team. Uh, an all time winning percentage. We've dipped uh, quite below 500 in this at point, yeah. uh, four, 410. Uh, second, we have the Houston Texans. Their head coaches last a little bit longer at four and a half years. Uh, their winning percentage is slightly higher. They've no, uh, they've never won a championship. They've never had an MVP. Um, one Pro Bowler, first time Pro Bowler per season average. Um, just there, I love their the color on this was one name, David Freakin' Carr. If you can hold the top draft pick in the draft, then why not grab a surefire signal caller that'll lead your franchise till at least the next decade, right? Well, remember. Nope. Well, at least uh, I mean, we talked about last week. He is a fine-looking dude. He is a fine-looking fellow. Uh, and the worst football team of all time, according to these metrics, are the Detroit Lions. Yeah. They have a below 500 winning percentage. Uh, their head coach lasts just three seasons. Uh, Super Bowl winning percentage is NA. Uh, season per championship, they go about 22.5 seasons per champion. Uh, they are 0.015 MVPs per season. That's so they're just be, uh, Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders, right? Yeah. And he co won it with Brett Favre. That, so that's even a half of a win. Yeah. And I believe <laughs> last time they won a home playoff game was like in 1967. Right. A home playoff game. That's crazy. But they're not they're not bad enough to blow up though. Not that anyone really blows it up. Well, they did football. go zero and sixteen, yeah. and they still messed it up. Uh, okay, then we're gonna move over to hockey's metrics. Are I, uh, I, all I have a man. I love this. I love this list. <laughs> by the way, uh, hockey is all time wins, lost, all time playoffs, all time po- points, all time penalty shots, seasons per NHL championship. Seasons per Stanley Cup, seasons per playoff appearance, all-time points per season. See, oh, seasons per head coach, they have it too. Okay, seasons per first-place finish, which is great. Seasons per President's Trophy, and then seasons per kind of all of the trophies. So I won't talk about each team's statistics. Uh, the binaries are Stanley Cup, multiple Stanley Cup, and five-plus Stanley Cups. So without further ado, from the bottom, your franchises are the St. Louis Blues, 
which is surprising given that they won recently. But yeah. before that, it's like, no, they're just, they've been bad in, in other than recent years. Um, the seasons per head coach, two. That's that's awful. Two. You don't last long. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Stars are another team that would be tough to cheer for. So they're in fourth uh, with an all-time winning percentage of below 100. Uh, seasons per head coach just over two. I thought That's this one was weird until I remembered that, oh, they were also the Minnesota North Stars. And I'm like, oh, right. Because I'm right. like, Dallas has always been kind of okay. But yeah, I forgot. That but they... they have it. Seasons per NHL championship is 52. Seasons per Stanley Cup is 52. Uh, seasons for playoff appearance, they they go uh, 1.6. Uh, and then we go to the Florida Panthers, also historic below 500. Uh, their head coach just lasts less than two years. Jesus Christ, 1.6. 1. 1.6 oh. 1. seasons, and they never have any trophy winners. All of these teams are NA for all of the major trophies, by the yeah. way. Uh, number two is the Winnipeg Jets. This is my favorite hey, part of the list I'll, coming up. I'll have the Maurice Richard trophies because Pavel Burry won a couple of those with the Panthers. Uh, Maurice Richard is not on this. Yeah, it's not one of the ones. Yeah. Apparently it doesn't matter. Uh, so the Jets are, are uh, 0.4 uh, seasons per head coach. You last a little bit longer in Winnipeg. You last almost three seasons in Winnipeg. NA for all of the major trophies. And number one, the Arizona Coyotes. I have a statement. Yes, go ahead. If the Winnipeg Jets and the Arizona Coyotes are number one and number two, that means that number one and number two are also the Winnipeg Jets. Because the Arizona Coyotes moved from Winnipeg to become the Arizona Coyotes. So Winnipeg, you're number one and number two. Yeah, that's awful. Wow. Sorry. So Arizona, Arizona is 31st, like they are almost dead last in all-time win-loss, yeah, all-time really playoffs, all-time points, all-time penalty shots, championships, it's NAs across the board, trophies, it's NAs across the board, although if you're a head coach, at least you last two seasons. Can I just mildly interrupt this? Uh, Please. Baltimore being Baltimore, up 3-2, top in the ninth, and a shallow pop fly, the infielder misses it, Yankees score two runs, take the lead 4-3. Oh, the fix is in. <laughs> but like, the how hard is fix. that? Like, is, my heart is breaking for Baltimore Orioles. Like, just when you think you have something good, you're like, never mind. Like, are, are you as an Orioles fan when it's 3-2, are you getting your hopes up? Or are you assuming an infielder is going to drop the ball in the Yankees? I think you're ball? assuming. I didn't put money on the Yankees to win down 3-2 in the ninth inning. God damn it. Because uh, I felt like that with with the Blue Jays, like I felt so bad when they came back when it was like ten nothing, and it was like if you're an Orioles fan, you're like surely this lead will hold, and it's <laughs> like no, no. I wonder if they got their hopes up. Uh, so baseball did not list the metrics on this, so we will just go uh, from bottom to top. So in fifth position is the Philadelphia Phillies. I think really? because of how long they've been in existence. Yeah, since 1883. They've they've been a crappy team historically. So a lot of these teams are going to be older teams. Yeah, like well, yeah, the Cubbies and I don't think the Cubbies are on here. Uh, then we had the Baltimore Orioles in fourth place, which oh, surprised me. We were just me. talking about them. <laughs> Poor guys. So their all-time uh, win loss is point four seven four. You know they've won some divisions. They're not in dead last in all the categories, so we're good. Uh, and number three, we have the Washington Nationals. I assume slash. Montreal Expos. Uh, yeah. Montreal Expos. 
and then in second, we have the Milwaukee Brewers. Got to be hard. Blue Brewers fan too. Just yeah, that's that's not tough... winning, being perennially okay. Uh, they have the hundred loss, hundred plus losses in oh one, oh three, and oh four. Oh God. Uh, and in first place, sorry, DK, the Los Angeles Angels. Angels, ooh, yeah, almost five hundred though. Like that's real <laughs> close to five hundred. Arrived at rock bottom last, but Why most definitely places. Just stop at four nine nine. We get it. Uh, do we though? <laughs> we want to make sure that you can't possibly round that up to five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like making this obviously harder is knowing that you have Mike Trout. Right. And Shohei Otani. <laughs> right. And still yeah, you gonna have, miss the playoffs. You have two generational players on your team right now. And you still suck. It's got to be hard. Uh, and then last but not least, we'll go to basketball. Um, so with basketball, we have all-time win-loss, seasons per all-star selection, uh, seasons per playoff appearance. Season Can I get to number one? So I haven't seen this list. I'm going to go with the Timberwolves. Sure. All right. Season per final appearances and seasons per playoff championships. I know whether you're right or wrong. I will not spoil it. Uh, number five, we have the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, oh, that does include Charlotte Horns because when the Horns came back, they yeah, took back their. It was just two, yeah, 2002 to present. All time win loss percentage, they are below 500. Seasons per All Star selections, they go one a year. Uh, wow. And then number four, the LA Clippers, 1970 to present. Uh, we are 0.410. So we're 29th Damn. in all-time win-loss. Uh, seasons per all-star selection were just over one, so they get they sometimes get a couple more. Uh, number three is the Charlotte Hornets. There you go. Uh, 0.438, so 26th in the league in all-time win-loss. Number two is the Memphis Grizzlies slash Vancouver Grizzlies. Uh, oh, God, they're bad. Yeah. Uh, and then number one... As predicted by Mark Bunn. Oh, yeah. Oh, Minnesota yeah. Timberwolves. Look at this win-loss percentage. Holy shit. In all of those sports we have just talked about, wow. their win-loss percentage it actually starts it's, with a three. It's the worst. Like, And it's, it's not even worst. close because it was like four, 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 five, four, you know, three. Three. Dude. Win some games. That's hard. That's hard. That's painful. <laughs> oh, and they're two number one picks. The Canadians, Andrew Wiggins and Anthony Bennett. Oh, boy. So those are, those are, I love the statistics on the worst teams of all time. And they still have fans. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Minnesota. What else you got? So we're going to end on a would you rather. Okay. Which I forgot last week. But obviously writing this, I, I, I want to know a would you rather. And this isn't, can I film your feed in Jello for 25 bucks? <laughs> Would you rather, we'll start with you, Tyler, witness a championship, your team wins it all, but you will not even be competitive again for another 50 years. So we are all except Chris in our 30s, so we could live another 50 years. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so win it all, but I am promising you, you will not even be competitive for 50 years. Okay. Or you'll be competitive for 25 years, always making the playoffs, but never winning. But after that, who knows? 
I'd take 25 years. Competitive. 25 years of being competitive, but no championship. Yep. Okay. Chris? Well, I mean, I've lived the 25 years with no championship. Uh, so I'll, at this point, I'll take the championship and then 50 years. Okay. Okay. Mark? I can wait up another 25 years. I have time. Because <laughs> yeah, you're 26, you could win, right? Yeah. Right. You're 26, yeah, you could win. That's true. But it is 25 years of promising you you will not win, but you'll be right. competitive versus here's your championship. Now, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. See, knowing I'd be competitive and not win, I think I'd be okay with like making it to the finals every year, but going, okay, we did okay. We did good this year. Hooray. We did it. That, that's how I feel about the Bruins. Dave? Oh, he's watching something. <laughs> no interest. No, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'll, I want to know what he thinks about that too. Because uh, that is something, and I mean, we can talk about this on another podcast of how long does a championship buy you as a fan? And we've talked right. about this before, but I really want to deep dive into it. So maybe we'll save that for, for next week or, or a little bit from now of when you win, how long can your team lose before you're like, okay, guys, let's go. Like you guys with the Denver Broncos. Are you mad at them already? I think you are. Uh, no, no. 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 And like not yet. I I have not seen the Leafs win a Stanley Cup. And I'm still a Leafs fan. That's true. Oh, I'm not saying you, you give up on being a fan, but when but do you get mad at your team? Oh, like every year. <laughs> <laughs> never not mad at your team even yeah. when they do win i fucking hate them exactly right. they always screwed something up i'll uh, still remember the the that one super bowl when the, the oh, snap went over the snap went over his head Lindsay, and it was over Lindsay it was just over left the room she's like i'm not watching like, anymore it's done <laughs> this game is over we have lost it is done thank you very much was that when seattle won yeah yeah, yeah. doesn't matter we beat the shit out of cam newton and the week before, we beat the fuck out of Tom Brady, too. So that was, man, that was the best. But that's that's why we can stick with him through the hard times and we can enjoy we the ha- good That's right, because we have the memories of the good times. And I, I feel as if, like, you can love the loser, so you are able to criticize them. Mm. You can't criticize your team if you haven't been there the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. So and I hate the, the people that are like, oh, no, you got to be positive on your team. You got to, you know, you can't, you can't badmouth the quarterback. Or you can't do this or that. And it's like, no, I, I buy the tickets. I buy the fucking hats. I buy the fucking jerseys. I get to be like this. But, and I think, I agree with I you. Care but about I think this. it's like, I get to be like this because I've been there the whole, I'm a parent of this team. I've been there the whole time. That's right. I can scold them. I when when Toronto was losing to Baltimore, Dave. I have never heard Dave swear like this about not you know real life stuff. Mm-hmm. When they were down like eight nothing or ten nothing or whatever it was, he was in the kitchen like fuck this. They have to be able to beat the fucking Orioles, Taylor. I don't even want this on TV. Change the channels. I don't want to look at it right yep. now. And he was so mad. But it's like you're allowed because he's been there, like since birth. We've been Jays fans. Yeah, and it allows you to throw a twenty dollars bet when the odds are plus one thousand and win two hundred bucks. Okay, gambler. <laughs> right. Well, uh, in preparation, Mark, I'm going to give you two weeks. This will be this will be the podcast subject two weeks from now. 
Right. It will be hosted by Mark Bunn, and it will be how to gamble productively. Ooh. And I don't want you to give away your trade secrets, but I want you to discuss your methodology, and I will come up with some, some specific questions for you. But I want you to teach us yeah. how I to gamble I want you to properly. teach me how to gamble. Mm. Mm. Because I was like, what was it that you looked at that and you were like, this is worth $20, they're going to come back. Well, so, they were only down 10-5 at the point, and bases were loaded. So I'm like, okay, let's throw a bet on that. Because if they get a grand slam, it's 10-9. All of a sudden, this game. This is preview for we're gonna we're gonna it. set this podcast for two weeks from now. So episode five will be how to gamble with Mark. Um, I mean, we will end this the way we always do. Any other sports news? Anybody? Uh, Dane Evans is out four to six weeks. That means both of Hamilton's uh, quarterbacks well, are hurt. Oh, Dave just muttered to US Open tennis. Today. We talked oh, about tennis yeah. last week. We've used our tennis quota. Yeah. <laughs> I, I assume you have CFL quota as well? No, there's no CFL quota. Although Jokovic losing in straight sets was shocking. He was really sad, but he's kind of a dick, so I didn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> like if and he was. Have, like, but on the flip side, you have on the female side, you have a qualifier go throughout the entire tournament without losing a set, which was like insane. And then the the girl that won then went to the Met Gala like the next both day. Her and Layla went to the Met Gala. It was stunning. Yeah. But they that's not were. fair. Fuck you guys. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Uh, well, I'm going to scrape poo off a baby's balls. <laughs> Enjoy. Although maybe not. Enjoy. He's asleep, so I don't really want to mess with that. Right? Or is it dried out now? It you're might be dry. So you're choppy. still okay. Nah, you're still okay. Yeah, we'll see. Trust we'll me. just leave him in his own filth for a there. while. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We are at Scotch Morning Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. When TikTok. I have more than one free hand, TikTok and TikTok, uh, we are TikTok famous now. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, when I have, it was that last one, didn't we? Well, that was on my TikTok channel. So I, I started uh, the Scotch Sporting one. I'm going to post boo. some stuff from here. I just wanted to see how it would do, and it did okay. So. When I have more than one free hand, I will be posting on our on our social media that we are going live. But you know, it's tough. Alas, it's tough. It's tough with the baby on the lap. And uh, for you being a you know, yeah, just husband. get him to post on the post he socials. Is, I could. Well, I don't trust him with my phone. <laughs> I was gonna say the baby is going through a phase where he is screaming with not me. Ah, uh, so throw the cheese in the face. Get out of here. <laughs> The dog will eat it. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts.